Hello and welcome to the bonus episode of How to Get Along with Your Family podcast with your host, Rebecca Ingebrigtsen. So first, I wanted to just take a minute to apologize. I really planned on having the third episode of the podcast out last week. And this is a good example of life happening and being okay with it not being perfect. So I've had to give myself some grace. I'm on my eighth day of being sick. I've had my family sick, my husband, my children, and really taking time to take care of them and being okay with the podcast not being recorded when I originally planned. Now, I do plan on having that recorded and posted soon, but life happens and it didn't get done. However, I wanted to make sure to get you some really great information and put it out there so you could have something to work with during your Thanksgiving celebrations or any occasion, really. But because we were only a couple days away, it was more important for me to just get this information out to you quickly than it was for it to be perfect. And you might already be experiencing negative emotions as it relates to your family and your Thanksgiving celebration. So it can show up in many different ways. And prior to Thanksgiving, you might be having negative emotions around trying to finalize your plans, maybe the guest list, who's invited, who's not invited, who has to bring what dish, who's contributing more, and maybe even changing plans to accommodate other people. Or you might just be starting to feel that nervous energy when you start to think about how your holidays usually go. And what I want you to keep in mind are all of the things that we learned in the first two episodes. Most importantly, the fact that you create all of your feelings. Your family does not create your feelings. You create them with the thoughts you are thinking about your family. And you have the power to change it. If you show up different, it means everybody else is going to need to act differently around you. But that doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect. It won't be. In fact, it for sure won't be perfect. All of the same things are still going to happen. Someone's going to show up late. Something will get burned. You're going to get triggered. Other people are going to get triggered. And that is okay. You still get to show up as an emotional champion. And this is how. I have broken it down into seven steps, and I'm going to share with you what has worked for me in the past. Okay, number one, decide ahead of time how you want to show up. So when you're doing this, what I need you to do is to really ask yourself, in a perfect scenario, how would you act? How would you feel? How would you think? When you decide ahead of time how you want to act and feel and think, it really sets you up for success. Because now you have something to strive for. You have an idea of what to work towards. Now, I also want you to set some rules for yourself. So it could be something like, I won't talk about politics. I won't discuss the argument, the family argument we've had. I will not blame them for my feelings. I will respond with love. So just give yourself a couple of rules to live by. And that's going to help you out. While you're at your family gatherings, to be able to stay in control and just to have something to compare to. Am I following my rules? Okay, step number two is anticipating stumbling blocks. So this is where you're going to ask yourself, what usually triggers you? 
What could make you lose control? And really be honest with yourself about the situations in which you're nervous about. What you think might cause you to act differently than the way that you decide ahead of time. And number three is to imagine what it would be like to handle those situations from the place of being the person that you've decided to be in the first step. And so that's going to be different for you. And so that might be challenging for your brain to come up with options on how you could respond differently, how you could feel differently, how you could act differently than you normally do. But that's why we do this ahead of time before you get to the Thanksgiving feast so you are prepared with these thoughts ahead of time. And number four, so I want you to really think about what you decided you wanted to feel while you're at your family gathering. And I want you to start to create those feelings now. That's going to help you to be able to remember what that feels like and to find that feeling more easily in the situation. Now, if you decide you want to feel love in the situation, I want you to start thinking about things that make you feel love. It doesn't have to be about your family or about Thanksgiving or about anything like that. Just how can you create love inside of you and then practice that? Now you have something to grasp onto when you start to feel like you're not in a loving state, right? Okay, I need to create love and this is how I do it. You could also do this with peace, any emotion that you decide you want to feel, even just contentment, happiness, joy, gratitude, anything you want to feel in that moment, I would say pick one feeling and then start to practice creating that feeling for yourself. Number five, step five is to show up and to do it. So steps one through four is all the pre-work before you show up. Number five is where you're actually at the event and you're in the situation and you're putting this all into practice. Now, the first time I did this, I didn't know anything about life coaching, but I had decided that I was going to show up to a family meeting and I had certain rules for myself. I had an idea of how the meeting was going to go. I wanted to make sure that I didn't fall into the trap of blaming others and bringing up the past and I really wanted to make sure that I was showing up in a way that was conducive to moving forward. And so I gave myself some rules and then I showed up and it was really difficult. And it just took sheer will for me to stay in that state and to stay in control of my reactions. And so that might be what's happening with you this year. If this is the first time you're trying to do anything differently, you might just need to show up and use your willpower to stay in control of your actions throughout this event. Now, don't beat yourself up if you're not perfect at this because I don't expect you to be perfect at it and you shouldn't expect yourself to be perfect at this either. This is something that's going to take some practice. You're asking your brain to think and react differently than it's been used to all of your life. And so step number six is research. Okay, this is when we just take stock of what happened. This is after the event. What worked? What didn't work? What would I do differently? So when you're asking yourself what worked, ask yourself these questions. What did I do well? When did I stay in control and show up in the way that I wanted? Then you go over what didn't work. What triggered me? When did I slip into my old way of thinking? When did I act in a way that I didn't want to? You might be surprised to find what triggers you 
It might be something that you didn't expect. And what would I do differently? So that's when you just say, what would I do next time differently? Maybe it would be spending more time preparing. Maybe it's just being more aware of the stumbling blocks or your trigger points. So whatever it is for you, what would you do differently next time? Now remember, this is not a reason to beat yourself up here. This is really just taking an observation of how the situation went and what went well, what didn't work, and what could go better. And step number seven is to celebrate. Now this is so important and this is the thing that I think gets left out most of the time. I want you to really let yourself feel proud of the way that you handled yourself. Focus on all the things that went right and how you feel about those things. So when I first tried this, I was so proud that I was able to stay in control of the way that I showed up and the way I reacted and responded in that situation, that it was a turning point in my life. I didn't know anything about coaching then. Even though that meeting didn't go exactly the way I wanted to, I was able to be really proud of the way that I showed up and the way that I handled it. Now, I had evidence, I left that meeting with evidence that it was possible to change the way that I showed up to these relationships and that I did have some control over my life. It allowed me to really truly believe that a better future was possible. And I still use it as evidence today. It was that important in my life that I still use it today. So it was one of the hardest things that I've ever, ever done, but it was one of the best gifts that I've ever given myself. And you have that opportunity to have that same transformation, and it could be as soon as this Thanksgiving. Now, I promise you that it is worth the work. It will be worth it. This work changes everything. It's going to feel hard and uncomfortable and restrictive at first, but just keep practicing. This is where your freedom lies. This is the price of peace and happiness and love. I believe that you can do this. I know that you can. You are strong. You are capable. You are worthy. And you are love. I know this might be a difficult holiday for some of you, and I am sending you lots and lots of love, and I am supporting you the whole way. I want you guys to have an amazing Thanksgiving, and I am going to talk to you soon. Bye-bye.